Okay. I was just uh, doing some deep breaths there uh, as I get ready to say hello to you. Hi, this is Amy Jones. Uh, if you are listening for the first time, I am the founder of Love Saves Lives and creator of an entirely new kind of mindfulness app called Recollect. Recollect uh, literally means to call something to mind. And the point of Recollect is that it helps you navigate any emotion that you're feeling by reminding you of content that you love, that helps you feel better, that's worth remembering. <sighs> Did I mention the breathing thing? <clears throat> right, so uh, last thing, if uh, this is your first time, I would recommend that if you have not yet done so, uh, which stands to reason that this is your first time, uh, that you actually hit pause and go listen to the episode called the latest. It is a bonus episode and will um, catch you up on everything that's been going on. For those of you that have been listening and are curious as to what has been going on in the last like five weeks <laughs> uh, since I posted something and I am going to dive into the details of that. Lots of exciting things that I think I was just kind of holding off on announcing because I wanted to make sure that they were coming through and that it was all happening before I announced it publicly and felt like I might jinx it. So that will come. But for right now, I want to talk about why I'm breathing so strangely and uh, what I'm going through in this moment right now. I was uh, journaling about this. That's a thing that I sometimes do uh, because I'm a life coach. You might be thinking that I do that all the time uh, and perfectly. Um, let me go ahead and dispel that myth. That is not a thing that I do consistently. And I uh, do it sporadically in different journals, uh, free flowing formats. Anyhow, it's messy and irregular and perfectly human. So as I was doing that, let me just take another breath. Okay, one step back. The reason that I started journaling and felt like I needed to take care of myself in the moment by writing down what I was experiencing is simply that I am being brave and I am feeling brave right now. It sucks. Being brave is a sexy thing. Feeling brave, like actually being brave sucks. Um, it is deeply, deeply uncomfortable. And uh, I have described what it feels like to be brave, actually in great detail in an article that I wrote a couple years ago. And thank you, Taylor, uh, one of our listeners, for reminding me that it uh, exists. And uh, I will go ahead and put a link to that as well, that if you really want to um, learn kind of my step-by-step -step process of how to be brave and tolerate what I am experiencing right now. That's a great resource. But back here in the present moment, um, it feels like turbulence. It's like when you are uh, on a plane and it gets bumpy and rough and your adrenal system gets activated, your body's natural stress response is heightened. And on some level, the primitive part of your brain is like, oh shit, we're going to die like right now. And the higher conscious part of your brain 
may say, you know what, we're actually okay. This may suck right now, but we're on a plane and this is just some turbulence and you know we're going to some great destination that is worth sitting through all of this turbulence about. And so I was reminding myself a bit of that because regardless of how much any one of us uh, learn about personal growth and go to therapy and get coaching and really you know, live our best life, our best life still includes this experience that I'm having right now of being brave. It still means that for me, the experience of being brave feels like uh, I can't fully catch my breath, like my uh, lungs are not fully inflating. <clears throat> it feels um, like my heart is beating a bit faster. Um, I have this urgency to flee, like I want to to move, to run, I don't want to sit still. Um, my mind is moving faster than usual. I've got this clever brain that is second guessing everything that I'm doing right now, that is being very critical, um, that is shaming me for um, things that I'm doing well, but trying to convince me that I'm not doing them well and that something's wrong and that this experience that I'm having of being brave that is so uncomfortable is evidence that there's something wrong and that I'm not good enough and that I should not be doing what I'm doing. What I'm doing is building a company and building a team and building a app that we desperately need. And that is a marathon. That is an all-consuming lifestyle choice. It takes all that I can reasonably, sustainably give and maybe a little more. Um, and right now, it just feels bleh, a little bit nauseating. And anyhow, uh, I'm building Recollect because it's so important to take care of ourselves, especially when we're feeling something painful or uncomfortable. And uh, when it triggers our instincts and our stress responses where we can get really reactive um, and just be <clears throat> living kind of a scary story, the, the story that we're living from our brain's perspective. <sighs> There's the breathing thing again. And um, it's important to, to be able to come back into the present moment and recognize what's going on so that you don't realize, or excuse me, believe rather, that there's something wrong. But really, you're okay, you're safe, you're being brave. Um, that is a wonderful thing. So I am creating Recollect because I want it to be easier uh, and faster and as effortless as possible to do this, this reminding to remember the right thing. And I was defaulting to the old school way of how I do this, which is journaling. That's one of the ways. So as I'm sitting there <clears throat> writing pages um, and kind of dumping everything out on paper that I'm feeling and getting to the point where I write and what would be helpful for me to be reminded of in this moment, which is the essence of everything we talk about on this podcast and what Recollect is. And here's what the higher part of me responded with. 
Um, I call this aspect of myself my captain. So if we stick with this metaphor of turbulence and being on an airplane, it is like feeling the turbulence and then the captain coming over the loudspeaker and saying, for me, this is what my captain says. This is human. There's nothing bad happening. This is not evidence of your weakness or capability. You are not behind. This is evidence that you're being brave. This is what most people are not willing or able to do. But you can. You chose a brave life because it's necessary to your mission and also part of being fully alive. There isn't any reaction you need to have or any hot potato you need to toss. That clever brain shame is old, familiar stuff. You do not have anything to be ashamed of. <sighs> Breathing again. That's what my captain has been telling me uh, today in this episode of Courage where I'm feeling so brave. And uh, I wanted to share it with you because I, I think it's so important to keep talking about this stuff. And if you've been uh, following any of the work I've been doing over the last few years, if you're certainly if you're one of my clients, you know I talk about this over and over again. Uh, and the reason is that we are human and we are designed to have primitive responses and instincts to keep us alive. And this is the deal. This is something we all deal with that's never going away. Um, and it's so prevalent in our lives, yet we don't talk about it. We don't teach each other how to deal with it. And then, of course, we have social media and things that remind us on a daily basis of these images and these narratives of other people don't feel this way. You know, whatever uh, you want your life to be like, whatever heroes you admire, um, your clever brain is going to say, oh, well, they don't feel this way. They would handle this better. They wouldn't feel so blah right now. And the thing is, um, that's probably not true. Again, human stuff, DNA, this is, this is wired. So this is not something that we get out of. And I had also been writing in my journal and I didn't flag where I actually put it, but um, what I was saying is, oh, here we go. Part of me wants to think that I'll have more control over my adrenal system, that I can somehow avoid the feeling of feeling brave and the triggers that it brings. Uh, and for me, there's these triggers of feelings of shame. That is a whole nother podcast and a very long story. Uh, if you were wondering, wait, why is she ashamed? <laughs> I didn't say that it was logical or rational, but um, it's human. So that is a, another story for another time. But this experience of being brave, which I know that you have felt in your life at some point, um, and it could be in any number of circumstances. But this time, this experience, this turbulence is, is a sign of progress. It's, it's an exciting thing, even as uncomfortable as it is, because it means that you are going outside of your comfort zone. And certainly that is something that I choose to do um, just as a course of my lifestyle. And so anyhow, uh, I have been feeling this way a lot and I wanted to just share 
what I was doing in this moment because I know um, a lot of us appreciate some practical tips. Like, just give me a tip. Give me something to do so that I don't have to feel this. And one of the things that I'm going to try when I'm done recording this for you is actually getting on my trampoline. <laughs> I have a personal trampoline. Uh, it is uh, in, in certain circles known as a rebounder. That's if you're a person that's really into health and fitness and you are serious about your trampolines. You don't call them a trampoline, you call them a rebounder. So I have a rebounder that I have not bounded on for some time, but I thought that might be a great thing for me to experience, experiment with rather, because um, there is such a physical experience of this turbulence and it is not just something that we can think our way out of. Um, the mental aspect of taking care of ourselves uh, and choosing to do things that are helpful, that are supportive um, to ourselves when we're feeling this kind of stuff, definitely important, but that's not the whole picture. So uh, I have been experimenting lately, or at least paying attention to my experiments with this, uh, as to how I can do things physically when I'm feeling this way. It might be getting up and going to do the dishes, to, to just mundane housework kind of stuff. I do that a lot because I don't have to think about it. It's not uh, anything that triggers or is emotional or whatever. It's just like, I'm just going to do some laundry. And that's, that's what we're doing. Uh, we're going on a walk with my dog, um, putting on some music, calling a friend. I mean, these are different things that you can do to kind of shift your state. But especially when you're by yourself, I think some element of moving, uh, of doing some sort of activity that is not high stakes, that does not require a tremendous amount of your uh, mental attention is a, a good idea. So I'm going to experiment with uh, the trampoline thing and not like jumping and bounding on the trampoline like an exuberant child because that sounds exhausting right now and like I might hurt myself. But um, really just sort of standing on the trampoline and uh, moving just enough to kind of like, you know, sort of, um, I realize that that's actually not a particularly helpful uh, description <laughs> of what that means. It means um, just sort of uh, bouncing like a little bit. Like if you were, for example, to go onto a diving board and you sort of, move just enough to sort of like test out how, how shaky, how bouncy it is. It's like that kind of bouncy. That's what I'm going to try. And uh, I will come back and not to leave you hanging in suspense uh, and let you know what that experience was like for me. I haven't done it yet. I will do it in a few minutes and then report back. Um, yeah, so again, breathing. Um, yeah, I get so fired up about this subject, talking about being brave, teaching about being brave, sharing my experience of being brave, because my entire life changed when I understood that this experience of being brave is one of progress. It is not evidence of lack. Like I used to believe that if I felt this way, it meant that I wasn't good enough and that I wasn't doing the right thing and that I should stop and turn around and go home and eat Ben and & Jerry's. And 
what I came to realize was that my heroes, the people who are out in the world, who are doing amazing things, who are moving the needle, who are really serving in a big way, all that kind of stuff, they feel this way too. And they, you know, even Beyonce feels this way. So it's really, really important uh, that we understand what this is and don't misinterpret it as being something bad and don't use it as a signal to give up or to put things off or to you know listen to your clever brain and just be talked out of doing whatever it is that you're here to do. And this doesn't relate just to, to your mission in life or your purpose, uh, your work. It could relate to anything. And it could be you know having a difficult conversation. It could be somebody in the courage to ask somebody out. It could be sharing uh, your creative work with anyone really or the public it's any sort of dynamic any situation where you are putting yourself out there where you feel vulnerable where you um are in a situation that is not familiar to you or not easy for you to deal with so my goodness the breathing <sighs> thanks for sticking with me and breathing i don't know how me breathing sounds as a listener i i don't know if that's really it a sexy experience to listen to me breathing, but here we are. And uh, so I will, let me see. I'm just trying to take a second to pause here and see if there's anything else that I want to tell. Oh, yes. Yes, there is. So I've been describing this experience of being brave. Started this podcast uh, because pursuing this mission building this company, doing everything that is required to actually have that come to, to reality and who I need to become in that process. Like all of it represents for me what used to be my thousand percent braver goal. And um, that is, is a sort of um, clever name that I created for... Uh, this, sorry, la 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 la. Hold on, I'm gonna take a minute, by which I mean a second, and back up. Okay, so one of the tools that I used to use with people, um, particularly my clients, was to ask them, you know, what would you do if you were feeling 10% braver than you do right now? What action would you take? What goal would you pursue? What would you say? And then I would ask, okay, now if you're 50% braver, and now if you're 100% braver, and then that usually triggered like their big dream that meant something and uh, that they were scared to admit, let alone pursue. And then I realized uh, for myself, you know, what was my 100% braver? And what I heard in my head was like, well, <laughs> your 1000% braver is to go found a company and create a technology that does not exist and uh, be one of those people that builds an entire movement. <sighs> that was my thousand percent braver. What I know about being brave, what I know about practicing courage and being brave and taking care of yourself as you recognize what is going on when this goes on, is that it is a relative thing. So when I started out this process a year and a half ago, um, certainly when I launched this podcast, there was this sense that, oh, doing that is my thousand percent braver goal. 
now, you know, where I am on the path, having done the things that I've done so far, it is not necessarily my thousand percent braver goal in the same way. Uh, because I have accomplished a number of things. I have proven to myself that I can do these things. I can show up. I can be brave. I can make progress. I can lead a community. I can receive support. And all of these wonderful things have happened. And the, the sort of the horizon line, uh, that thousand percent braver goal that I'm looking ahead toward it changes, it moves, you know? So as you become braver, stronger, more confident, wiser, so on, you're 100% braver, you're 1,000% braver, whatever, you're braver, uh, changes. And I think that it is, um, you know, we talk about how um, we have courage muscles and being brave is about exercising those courage muscles and that it is like our, you know, normal muscles that we're used to, where if you start lifting weight, if you start challenging them, um, they're going to get stronger. Same idea. So uh, you can get stronger. You can become braver. You can develop your courage muscles. That is something that I've been doing and been really intentionally practicing on a daily basis for a while now. And uh, so it's, it's one of those things where our clever brains will convince us that whatever it is that we want to do, and as far as we can see for wherever we want to go, that that is, is such a big, scary goal. And the thing is that it is a snapshot. It is an idea. It's uh, a course that we uh, can imagine and, and set and ourselves toward, but it's not a static thing. It is something that grows and evolves as you grow and evolve. And I believe that when we have these visions for ourselves of things that we want to do, even if we don't fully understand them uh, or we don't understand how we would be able to do them or how it fits into our life or how it would make money, uh, how it would be received by the people that love us, like any of that kind of stuff. If you are having the vision as I have my vision for Recollect and building this, I believe it means it's meant for you. If it is something that calls to you, if it is something that you feel deeply, uh, it is somewhere you are meant to go. And it is a destination that is worth tolerating the turbulence in order to arrive. So breathing, still, still breathing. Uh, I imagine that some of you may be curious uh, as to what my thousand percent braver goal is right now. And uh, part of me is wishing that I had thought that through and maybe had given it uh, a few minutes and, and had some ready answer. And what comes to mind, I suppose, is my thousand percent braver goal is building uh, the kind of company that really moves the needle and, and impacts our daily lives, uh, the kind of companies that, uh, you know, really transform the way that we live. Uh, and of course, the, the darlings that are often referenced are, you know, Amazon and uh, Apple and uh, those types of companies. And 
I don't know if that's where we're headed. I imagine to most people that sounds like crazy talk. Um, and yet, I do believe that we can get there. And I do believe that as things unfold, as more people discover this, as we start to build out this technology and it becomes a real app versus the prototype that it is now, and as we discover together how useful it can be, how much of a compass it can be as we move through our lives and are encountering different situations, feeling different things, that we have this tool, this um, you know, means to navigate whatever it is, whatever comes on any day. Um, that is something that's super powerful. And I know how powerful that is when um, we can do that for ourselves, when we build the skill set to be able to, to navigate being brave, for example, or any of the other uncomfortable, particularly painful emotions. And even as somebody who has, uh, you know, devoted myself to learning that practice, who has been practicing for years, who became a coach to teach other people how to do it, like, I really, uh, you know, I know a lot, lot about this stuff, I have a lot of experience with it, and yet I'm still human and I still have a brain that forgets and is designed to, um, to be reactive and to distracted and uh, to constantly be coming out of a state of peace or well-being or safety or whatever. That's the gig. And it will always be. So yeah, I guess that's my thousand percent braver is to to build a team that becomes a company that serves a community uh, that really does change the way that we take care of ourselves uh, in a really meaningful and profound way. So that's what we're doing. And uh, <laughs> I'm going to keep breathing. I feel really encouraged. I'm really excited. Um, I am uh, I am brave, certainly. And, and part of being brave is uh, being afraid at the same time. You can't be brave if you're not afraid. Um, so while I am afraid and brave and feeling vulnerable and all of those things, I also feel very confident and uh, a deep knowing that we are headed in the right direction, that some really lovely things have been happening, that this is um, moving forward and we're making progress. So I will um, go ahead and share the update on that. I am going to pause this particular recording so that I can go and jump on that trampoline. Uh, and then be able to tell you what actually happened when I did that. So I will go ahead and uh, pause and be back to you momentarily. Okay, so before I start jumping, I thought that it would be useful to maybe try and have some reference point as to how I'm feeling right now while I'm feeling brave. And uh, if this jumping on the trampoline has any impact if that changes anything. So on a scale of one to 10, 10 being the most brave and uncomfortable I have ever felt in my entire life, which those are some stories for another time, uh, I'm feeling about a seven. So I'm gonna go jump and then I'm gonna report back as to how I feel afterwards. So I just bounced for maybe 15, 20 minutes and uh, I do feel better. 
I think that is worth trying again. I had started still feeling brave, which means feeling my adrenal system, uh, which means that I uh, was feeling like I needed to flee, like I didn't want to be sitting still or where I was. I wanted to go. I wanted to distract. I was feeling my blood coursing through my veins. It's kind of a, a ringing for me, a buzzing, uh, but not in a way that like feels great. It's just, it makes me very antsy and anxious and uh, fidgety and like I just want to be done already. So anyhow, that's the super fun experience of being brave. The experiment was if I bounce on my rebounder, uh, do I feel any different? I'm still working on the breathing, um, but I do feel more grounded and I feel like, ooh, you know, like the, the adrenal system that was firing and so wah, is now meh. So I realize that's a lot of interpretive sound work there, but um, yeah, I think on a scale of one to 10, where I started as a seven, I'd say I'm probably about a three. So noticeable improvement. Uh, I think that is worth experimenting with. If you have access to a trampoline or a rebounder, I will go ahead and post the link to the one that I have, which is like the Mercedes of rebounders. You do not need a Mercedes of rebounders to experiment with this sort of thing. Um, but I think any kind of movement that uh, kind of gets you uh, into a different state is worth experimenting with. It may be jumping rope, maybe playing tennis, maybe swimming, um, maybe even just dancing. And for those of you that are feeling particularly brave while feeling brave, skipping. I think skipping would be an interesting thing. That's sort of a lost art for adults, but kids get it. Um, there's a rhythmic to, rhythmicness to it and a bounce and uh, it is different. We don't skip very much anymore. So that's to be addressed at another time. Uh, but I uh, appreciate you hanging out, listening to the experiment. And I would love to hear uh, if you do some experiments and what kind of movement you find useful when you are feeling brave. Okay, so I have not been uh, sharing many updates over the last month, and it doesn't mean that things weren't happening. Uh, quite a bit has been going on in the background, and some of these things uh, have taken some weeks to develop, so I didn't want to announce them prematurely. But some of the most exciting news is that we are now up to three investors. Uh, we had our first check uh, and our first investor who had come in when we last were on podcast stuff together. Um, and when I say that, I mean you listening to me blah on podcasts. Uh, and so we've had two more come on, which is really exciting. Um, and that is very helpful as far as moving us from our current prototype, which we have been testing for coming on six months now. And uh, it is the most basic uh, version of this idea of saying how we feel and then seeing content that's curated based on how we're feeling, which is, is the idea of Recollect, one of the features. And I'm very excited to move things forward. So um, we, are calling this current version, which you're very welcome to try, our skateboard edition. 
and uh, that is to acknowledge that it is the most basic, like if you want to get from point A to point B, a skateboard will get you there. It's not very luxurious, but it'll get the job done. So we're moving from skateboard to scooter. Scooter is a bit of a souped up skateboard um, and is a little bit easier and more stable. So that version is underway and uh, we are making some important decisions about how we are going to actually get it built and get it launched. Very, very excited to be able to uh, share that with you. That is um, not only going to be easier to use, but it's going to be even more precise when you say how you're feeling and the content that you're shown. Um, it's going to be at least twice as precise, if not three, four times as precise. So it, it'll be significant. You'll notice that things feel more spot on. Um, so that's real exciting. And then the other thing that we have been uh, looking toward is the bicycle. And what does the bicycle version of Recollect look like? And uh, that is something that is going to have a login. It'll mean you get to have an account. It gets to be private. You get to um, be able to see things that you have uh, resonated with before. Um, it is a big deal. So we are on our way and uh, we have gained some momentum in addition to having some more investors come on board. Um, also, we attended, and when I say we, I'm meaning me, but I carry you with me in spirit. So we uh, attended a week-long accelerator um, that was sponsored by the good folks at WeFunder. Uh, WeFunder is a bit similar to Kickstarter in that you get to crowdsource um, for projects and companies. And instead of getting product or rewards, you get equity. So that is WeFunder's area of expertise. And they uh, have been putting together some programs that support early stage founders, um, in this case, female founders. So we were one of seven companies that uh, were invited to that. And that was very exciting. And uh, met a lot of, of great people through that uh, and also walked out of that week feeling very confident, feeling really good about where we are, what we have accomplished together as a community, testing this sucker for six months, and uh, just the strategy that we have about how to move things forward and um, really take things next level. That's all going really well. And I've also completed Female Founder School. Um, that was a three-part program um, that I started in September and finished last night. Uh, so that was also really um, great experience as far as really understanding the, the foundation and, and the discipline of starting a company and building software, really building anything uh, and, and making sure that you're building something that people want, uh, that you are not spending time, money, energy on things that don't matter, but that there's uh, kind of a progression and a critical path forward. So that was fantastic. And uh, if you are someone who is uh, a female and uh, who is interested in starting a company, uh, even if it's not a technology, I would definitely recommend that you check out femalefounderschool.com. Um, so the culmination of um, completing that program, completing the accelerator, uh, and having these other investors come on is that 
we are gaining momentum and uh oh <laughs> the other really significant thing that uh has changed in the last uh few weeks is that i moved um to live with my sister and uh this was an important choice that i had been weighing for a while uh because moving in with her gives me a kind of support that is very unique um certainly my sister uh is a, is a great big sister and very supportive of me being brave thousand percent braver and uh, taking a lot of risk and moving in with her means that i will never be out on the street and uh that i can um, reduce my expenses as much as possible so that as i am raising the rest of the money that is needed for this phase uh, and of course there will be subsequent phases after that um, as much as there are ups and downs and uncertainty and me needing to be brave in building this team raising capital um, helping uh, develop this product in, in collaboration with you all there's a lot of uncertainty and variables so living with my sister is bringing a kind of familiarity and stability um, that is is unique uh, and if any of you have siblings um, particularly if you have good relationships with them um, there's there's just something different about having that that shared knowledge and history together so i am uh, very happy about that and uh, that was a decision that while well, i've been thinking about for a long time pulled the trigger on pretty quick so uh yeah i moved in like two weeks uh, and we, yeah, we are now in a new space. So those are the significant updates. Um, very proud of what we've accomplished so far, excited for where we're headed and, uh, look forward to having another update for you soon. Um, my intention had been to, uh, record one of these each week and that may happen. It may not. <laughs> I'm releasing myself from that, uh, because so much is happening. But I really appreciate you listening, and I hope that there's something in what I shared that resonates with you, that reminds you um, that you are not alone. There's not something wrong with you. If you're feeling things that are uncomfortable or painful uh, that you don't want to be feeling, it doesn't mean something is wrong with you. It means that you are human. And uh, whatever you're feeling, there are a bunch of other people who are feeling it too in the context of their life and their situations. Um, that is something that, that we know for sure. So I am here to blah and tell the, the truthiest truth I can in a way that makes me feel um, both excited and empowered and also deeply vulnerable and twitchy um, because it is... Uh, you know, it's par for the course with being brave. You put yourself out there, make yourself vulnerable, and a uh, clever brain kicks up with all the kinds of judgments of what will they think, uh, whoever they are. So I leave you for now and encourage you to experiment and uh, also go check out the article that I wrote on how to be brave. Uh, it is uh, comprehensive, <laughs> to say the least and gives you some, uh, some tips on how you can navigate this until we have Recollect, which will, uh, of course, guide you through it. 
Um, and if you are interested in trying out our skateboard, if you dig this idea of um, testing out the prototype and being able to help us make something amazing, please go to recollectbetter.com and you can request an invite. All right, until then, I, uh, I wish you courage and uh, <laughs> I, I wish you uh, experimentation in trampolines. And I will leave you with that. Uh, I, I don't, okay, here we go. You know, it's like when you're leaving a voicemail for someone and then it just goes on too long and you lose your flow and you're like, ah, I thought I was gonna you know, wrap it up with a nice little bow and then that doesn't happen and then it's awkward. That's where we are. So love you guys. Bye.